brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. listenership through Amazon and we cracked like the top 100 most listened to sports out of like 200 shows. It's only 52 states. Indeed, indeed. Yo, Championship Sunday, we in the building, 94 Feet Nation. Let's go. What's good? 94 Feet Podcast. It's your boy Dre here with my brother Zeke. What's going on, brother? Yeah, what up, what up? What up, what up? Here with my brother Keith. What's good, man? What's good, good people? And listen, we are proud to finally be able to say that these Milwaukee Bucks are the NBA champions. Let's give it up for the Bucks. Let's show the Bucks a whole lot of love. Let's give it up for the Bucks just just battling back and winning fourth grade. There it is. <laughs> there it is. The Bucks did it. The Bucks won it, and it was nothing like being there, experiencing it live. Keith. How's it feel to be a Bucks fan long time coming, knowing that we finally delivered the championship? Listen, man, it's been a long time waiting. And like I said, man, we go all the way back to the Bradley Center days when when the Bucks could barely get 20 wins a season, man. And it feel good for the city, man. You can see everybody celebrating together. And I feel that our city needed that. Yes, sir. Zeke, how does it feel, brother? Um, I mean, it feels it feels great. Um, the city is alive. Um, I think that, uh, like going, going from like game six, then the parade, like two days later, um, it really, yeah, you, you get that champion feeling that you used to seeing on TV, rather it be, you know, the Lakers or Golden State or whatever. It, it feels good to participate in that type of situation where, you know, um, the whole city is united, and and we're here to you know um, celebrate this uh, fifty years in the making um, championship run here. Um, you know, I I uh, I didn't get a chance to go to any of the games, but I was out in the Deer District, and it was it was live. It was it was live, and then I went to the parade. Um, that was that was cool. So um, was you one of the ones acting up at the parade? Not at the parade. Game six may a little, little bit different, but not at the parade. 
at the parade, it was just more, you know, that was for the, you know, um, I don't say for the kids, but it was it was just more, it was during the day. It was more family-oriented. It was a little bit more family-oriented. And, um, you know, even though PJ was lit. Lit. It, That's our it, it was still, Smith. It was still fun. You know, I don't think it was bad as JR, but, you know, it was just, it was, this is how you're supposed to celebrate, though. Um, and I think that it was, it was just, it was just amazing to be a part of that for once in a, you know, once in a while, just to be a part of it and not have to, you know, watch it from the sidelines just to be a part of it. Yeah. I tell you, man, Brandon Jennings came down uh, and he came up to the job. Uh, many of y'all know where I work and I was actually teaching when Brandon Jennings showed up and he stopped me from teaching and he said, Bucks and Six, stay in school, y'all. And I had to remind myself and the students that I was teaching that he, although Brandon Jennings receives a lot of flack from a lot of people, I think us included sometimes, Brandon Jennings really started the revolution of the Bucks being a serious team. Let's hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Go ahead. He he was in that era where folks start getting excited again, right? Brandon Jennings. Do y'all remember the year we had BJ, Andrew Bogut, um, a couple other stars, and the Bucks that year had a nice run in them, but Bogut got injured. Remember, we were at that game together when he he fell. Ironically, it was against the Phoenix Suns. Remember, Amari Stoudemire, like, slightly tapped him. Or, but the fall? But the fall was just ridiculous. But Brandon Jennings, the 55-point game, he started. Brandon Jennings is the reason that I became a season ticket holder for the Bucks in my oh. adulthood. Oh, yeah? In my adulthood. I, before BJ, I had never had season tickets. And then we got into the draft mode of Jabari Parker, where we all was excited and thought he was the, you know, the next big thing. And then there's Giannis and... But I thought him and Giannis would actually be the franchise faces for a long time. But I didn't, uh, but he couldn't get over that hump of them injuries. He though. couldn't. And, and I say all that to say I was very glad to see that the Bucks opened their championship parade with people like Brandon Jennings, people like Marcus Johnson, people like Michael Red, because those players, although they couldn't deliver championships to us, they helped the Bucks see some of their better years. And I'm air quoting. Better year, so it was nice to see the Bucks give the hometown boys, in terms of our team, some shine. Because Bucks and Six was coined by who? Brandon Jennings. Was that Buck Jennings? R- remember they're, when we played? They're crediting him to this. I don't understand why they're crediting him for this, but <laughs> they are crediting him. For, I remember that. I I, I remember that statistically against Miami Heat. My, my, the Bucks played Miami. They, we were the eighth seed. Yep. They were the number one seed. Yep. We had lost two games in a row. Yep. And they were like, Brandon Jennings, what do you think is going to happen? Or how do you predict that the rest of the series is going to go? He was like, oh, Bucks and Six. Bucks and, and he six. said it so confidently, he, he, he threw everybody in the room off. So they was like, uh, are you serious? He was like, yeah, Bucks and Six. And once, well, obviously we got swept. But badly, <laughs> badly. But it was, badly. One, it was, I guess it was one of the things that stuck around. It, it and stuck so they're, 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 they're they're putting him the coin the phrase bucks and six. I was like, all they, right, okay. <laughs> what do people expect him to say though? 
That's what he said when they asked him. He was like, what did y'all expect me to say? Right. We're going to lose in five? We're going to lose in five? Or we're going to lose? We're going to get swept? But that's good, though, that he still has that mentality. He, he don't play joking. for us anymore. But no, yeah. he really meant that. And, and when he came to the city, though, he showed Milwaukee a lot of love. Because Milwaukee was pretty hard on Brandon Jennings. Like, uh, as a point guard, as a shooter. So it was nice to see him back in the fold, along with Michael Red. Remember, Michael Red was a guy that we witnessed grow up because he used to come to our church all the time. Uh, our former pastor counseled him, all of those things. And so Michael Red was even in the parade showing Milwaukee a lot of love. So it was a great look for our city. Uh, I went to the parade. I went to two of the, the three home games. And last week on this show, we all said it. We said the Bucks had to go in and win game five. And what did I say they had to do? I said I, we, I, I remember that conversation, too, specifically saying that they had to put their foot in their neck like they was down. Yeah, you had to. And, and I tell you, I don't know, and I'd love to hear what you all have to say, but for me, first of all, let's give the Bucks and the Suns some credit because the NBA saw a large increase in viewership of these finals. They saw a large increase in viewership. And honestly, other than game one and game three, which was a blowout, every game of this series had me on the edge of my seat. Every single game had me on the edge of my seat. Zeke. Um, Yeah, I think that no matter how you – no matter what team you were rooting for, no matter how – it was it, how how you were feeling, or you know whatever the case may be. You couldn't deny that this series was pretty uh, was a really good series. Um, like, and that's a, I mean, as a basketball fan, that's what you want to see. You want to see a good NBA Finals games that's coming kind of coming down to the wire. Uh, if you're an MVP MVP caliber player as Giannis, we want to see you get. We want to see you dominate. We want to see you. Um, do hold your team down and you know do what you're supposed to do. So you know no matter what team you are rooting for, it's always good to see a good NBA match. I think that's one of the things we did see in this NBA Finals. I tell you, I was so hyped during Game Five when you good? Okay, <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I was so hyped during Game Five when Holiday stole the ball. I mean, he bullied the ball. Took it from him. He took literally, it from t- him. literally took it from him. Bullied it. Lobbed to Giannis and Giannis Duncan and Chris Paul, who sh- probably should have been ejected. Okay? Probably should have been ejected. I won't go there, but we- we'll talk about it. Kind of a dirty play from Chris Paul and Giannis dunked it. That's when I knew the momentum was over. Although that game was, what, maybe under a minute left, I knew that when the Bucks came home in game six, it was done. Because the Bucks play great at home, which we also referenced in that podcast. I'm not, but I will say this: I don't think Game Six went as we thought it would. It, it did not. It was too Be- close to call. Because you know, usually Middleton or Holiday. I say more Middleton than Holiday, but Middleton. That's that's when it's his time to shine. So I don't. I wasn't expecting. I was expecting a good thirty, thirty-five from Middleton. And he would and he would win Finals MVP, um, you know. That I'm I'm happy about the result, but that's what I was thinking in my head that that that's the way things were gonna go. And so, with, like as far as Gang Six goes, that's what 
uh, when it didn't happen, I was I was a little bit you know suspicious. Like, oh, oh, here we go again, here we go again. And I, I think I was talking to somebody. I'm like, I wouldn't be like a hundred percent shocked if it did go to Game Seven, just because Bucks like to make things hard. You know, that's that's what history has taught me. If if, if anything, it's not that is your favorite line, but listen, bro. That is your favorite line. What the, the history, Bucks like to make things they like to make things hard, they man. Do. So it's just one of the things where like I was like I was hyped that we was going to Game Six at home and it was a chance for us to knock it out, especially four in a row. But I was suspicious. I was very suspicious and very skeptical. I'll tell you like this, man. I knew after the first five minutes that that was our game. Game six? Yeah. Game six was me, too close to the tell you. Let me tell you why I knew. Why? Giannis had that look. Like he wasn't finna give up. Mm. If you looked at the way he was, that look he had, like, I don't care if don't nobody else show up tonight. I'm showing up. I'm showing up. I'll give you that. I, I did see that. I, and, it, I, and it showed in his play. And it, it showed and in it his carried play. through all the game. And without his mentality that he came in the game with, I think we'd be at game seven. Giannis's performance to me, his game – first of all, his performance from a scary knee injury. Let's just, let, let's just remember that. But Giannis's performance in game six – has to go down in history as arguably one of the greatest NBA Finals performances put on. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Oh, it did. Giannis came there with the mentality that it's a must win. It was a do or die. Although the Bucks were up three games to two, Giannis never let up. He started hitting free throws. He started posterizing players. He played defensively, and he reminded everyone just why he was arguably one of the top five players now in the game of basketball. So Giannis took over the game. There was no doubt in my mind that he was the MVP, just like we talked about last week. Middleton came up clutch. We got to give Middleton credit. Although Middleton has his streaky moments, Middleton is clutch when he needs to be. He makes big shots. He gets us back in the game. But Giannis's game six performance, arguably one of the best I've seen in the last 10 years. Easily. 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 So when we talk about – go ahead. But that just goes to show, like, the, the mentality that he has – it's going to set a new tone for the league, though. Oh if my you don't God. realize it. They're already conspiring against the Bucks. Have y'all been paying attention? What do you mean conspiring? The Lakers are talking about picking up DeMar DeRozan, uh, Kyle Lowry to add with Drummond, uh, AD, and LeBron. They're talking about taking less money for a chance to win a championship with the Lakers. It's like the Bucks didn't just win a title a week ago. No, it's everybody know they got to come correct next year. Because the Bucks don't don't need a third star to beat you. That not only do they not need a third star, I think that you know you. Just, I think we've learned from just past NBA teams. You can't just. I would use the Lakers as an example. You can't just throw a bunch of guys on a team and thinking, "Hey, this is it. We're gonna win it now." And even if you like, even with Brooklyn, like like this is one of the things. Like you can't just throw a bunch of stars. And I think one of the things about the Bucks that. Um, people have forgotten about, especially in this super super team era, is that you need chemistry to win. To win, you need players to kind of feed off each other. So you know, Giannis being dominant in the paint and being dominant in his uh, his play for Game Six, 
you still have to watch out for Chris Middleton. Drew Holiday didn't do it on the offensive end, so he's do, he's doing it on the defensive end. And you know, you know, they talk about um, PJ Tucker talked about in his speech, like you know, they were talking about some. We need some dogs. Like we are dogs. Like we 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 got the dogs. Like we got the I, tough I, guy. That ain't how he said. It. You gotta say how he said it. I don't know. How he they said told it. me to come here. Oh yeah, because they needed a dog, and I'm looking like. <laughs> By then he's probably We gonna, got dogs. <laughs> by then he's probably gonna fail every so, breathalyzer every test. Every sobriety test. Every single hey. one for weeks to come. He they like, have a PJ Tucker challenge now. Did y'all see it? He uh, like, we got dogs. <laughs> I was, just had to I just had to show them how to be dogs. <laughs> PJ Tucker was the highlight of the party. PJ, Listen, the PJ Tucker challenge. But, but he wasn't lying though, man. Is you get a bottle of wine. And you just take it to the head oh, to see how it. much you can chug. And that's going around on Instagram and that's it's a, actually going that's for viral. The idiots. But yeah, <laughs> Tucker was right though. Even though he was a uh, a little under the influence. As he, I mean he was celebrating. He was he was correct. He was the right. dogs the Bucks have a team full of dogs. You know Giannis in himself is a dog, but he's a superstar dog. Yeah. It it, it was a, a great series. Uh I enjoyed it. Those first two games, I think, had us all a little on edge. You go back and listen to previous episodes. Uh, we all, at, after game two, most of us were like, we just need to win a game right now because it didn't look good. Now, now let's not act like we didn't because the tapes don't lie, and the tapes are there two weeks ago episode. And I think as we were going in game three, there was urgency, but we knew that the Bucks are a great home team. I think Zeke talked about it a lot. It is hard to beat the Bucks at home. Hard. And I think what people like Stephen A. Smith, Michael Wilbon, and everyone else, the seasonal fans that just became Bucks fans a week or two ago, figured out that the Milwaukee fan base makes a difference in those games. Devin Booker scored 10 points in game three. Yeah. 10 points. Yeah. He came back in game four and stepped it up. Game six, Booker was so discombobulated. They were in his head. He could not stop Holiday. He tried. Holiday locked that man down. Mm. Now, you can't tell by points, but the fan base of I the Bucks really Cause, helped. Because we got dogs in the crowd. <laughs> we got dogs. We got. I mean, we. you know what? And, and this is a city I, I want to commend us because, you know, we, we yell, we're loud, um, but I don't think we crossed the line of being obnoxious and we're emotional. The, that's 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 a new buck shirt we need, y'all. What? What's that? We got dogs. We got dogs. I'm pretty I'm sure, sure it's out there. Did I'm it. sure it's out there. You think it's out there already? <laughs> I'm sure it's out there. Are you kidding me? Let's. But, let's I need uh, my trademark I'll, money I'll too. I'll Google as Zeke is finished. But we, just, we got dogs. <laughs> it's just one of them things where, um, you know. The uh, the city being put on notice, like man, they have a really great fan base, and that's what you kept hearing amongst these um, amongst these pe- amongst these commentators and people who've never actually been to Milwaukee and sat inside our, and sat inside the Bradley Center because Stephen A. Guys like Stephen A. They don't come here unless it's a like like this is a big event like the NBA Finals. Maybe uh, a Major League Baseball might have some some type of um, if we make it to the World Series, they'll have some type of heavy commentator here, but. You know, for people who never been to Milwaukee and they come here and see our fans, see we're not doing nothing crazy, but seeing like we just really loud and really passionate about our team, I think that's nice for the city. Mm-hmm. It, I, I think it is, but I also think that when you talk about the finals and how I used to be 
and maybe because our team never been there. I used to be one of those type of fans that would say, well, home court doesn't matter. Teams just need to play better. But seeing how Giannis and Middleton, and even though, and, and some would argue that Holiday still wasn't Holiday in that series. He still didn't give us the Drew Holiday moments, right? He gave us some big plays. But that's what people got to realize. Like, he didn't even play to his full capacity no, that he he's capable of. And we got another season coming up, y'all. Mm-hmm. In three months. Y'all know what time it is next year. In three year. months. He was actually the lead scorer today on our god-awful team, USA. He was the lead scorer today. Don't even today. talk about was them. He? Yes, he they, was. That's oh, their yeah. problem, too. Yeah, he was. They ain't got no dogs. <laughs> so the they Bucks, shouldn't need dogs. They really shouldn't. The Bucks. I, I think one thing to say about that, though, I think American, America or the world basketball is not what it used to be. Back in the Jordan era – they had the best players. As we can see now with the NBA, the world has talented players. No. You want me to tell you what the USA problem is? What is what? their problem? And if you don't notice this, then you don't know no basketball. What? They don't got no inside presence. So and you it's, gotta funny, remember, it's, it's and funny you, you say and that. You got to remember. They just picked up McGee. Look, look, McGee. look at any – look at all the international teams. They got Gasol's. They got the uh, Scolas. Rudy Gobert. They, they got the Rudy Gobert. The Giannis's. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? They yeah. got the power inside. If you don't got that powerful they, impact in the paint, they are they're gonna be cooked every game. I'm so, telling well, you right I think now. We, we they'll still win the goal because I don't think they want to leave home. They can still win the goal. I don't think they want to come back here running bronze. I don't. And I don't trust them. Silver. <laughs> I don't trust them. I guess for me, I don't really care. I just don't want Holiday somebody to get hurt. Somebody that's a that's a. I just don't want my players to get hurt. Somebody that's an inside presence need to make a statement and go ahead and join the USA team and show them what it's about. Well, I don't really care. Well, for, wow. Well, first of all, I don't. Um, you're an American. <laughs> I, 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 I am, but I'm just saying, as long as our top two guys who have to play October 19th, the opening day of the NBA, don't get hurt. Dude, remember, they've been going since. When did the season start? Last October. No. We started in November. 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 Whenever it started, they've been going nonstop. They just won the championship. Now they're playing again, and the USA season is what the month of August. So they'll they'll get they'll they'll get, they'll some, get some time, time. off. They I might not so. get as much time, but saying, I just don't want my players to get hurt. I mean, I, I, I see, get it. I, I see what you're saying, um, and you know, but they're not playing a lot of minutes though. They're, they're not. not. It's like an all star. It's like an all star team. You, you give everyone. <laughs> It's not six points. It's, they scored that. It's, in the it's first not a. Ba- it's not a bad one. The the problem is if they don't get somebody in the inside to make they a presence Bam. and get re- Bam is not a b- inside player. He is. Everybody is finesse on that team. Look at everybody on that team. They all about finesse. Ain't nobody you know on what? that team about power. You know you're right. You're right about that. But Draymond that's what Green? Draymond Green is. Draymond Green a, is. I, is I almost a, talk, almost almost said something about him. Almost no. But what I'm saying is um like I I. Looking back at, you know, the USA team or whatever, and I agree with you, Dre, that I don't want my players to get hurt. I don't think they will because they, they – I'm not saying they're not going to go as hard, but <laughs> I don't see them – I see them kind of like when you when you on the USA team, you're just kind of like, hey, this is an experience. You know, you get your gold medal, something nice to put on your, your stat sheet. But um, with this team – I don't know. Like what you just said is very interesting, Kesey. And I think they tried to correct that when they added uh, McGee or whatever his fuck his name is. What's his name? 
really? tall, lanky dude. JaVale McGee? JaVale yeah, McGee. McGee. Mm-hmm. But he's not. <laughs> they add, they added him to, to try to fix that issue that you're talking about. Now, he's seven foot plus, but he's not no scorer like that. And so when you talk about he's not, they don't have a, uh, a middleman, I think they know that. And they, they're trying to correct it. But, but they don't have a dog. That's what they're missing, too. If they dogs don't, get that don't dog, make the USA team. But you got to have one dog. Look at all the USA teams. They have Who one they dog. dog. Who? Think about the LeBron era. Who LeBron, was the dog? LeBron, they definitely didn't have a dog. They had a bunch of Negroes. They who, had Melo. Melo was Mello, no dog. Melo Mello, Mello is, a, is, a, is, a, is a perfect international player. Time yeah, because he can shoot the Because he powers down. In, he, he's no. a dog in the paint. Well, here, here's the thing. Back LeBron's era... Back then, those players were in their prime. We were on traditional schedule, and literally, you had every best player. You had LeBron, you had Melo, you had KD. I believe you had Steph, you had Wade, you had hitters. This era now, you have KD. Um, you had, <laughs> you had KD. You about the rest of the team. Yeah, you had KD. You got Bradley Bill. You got Jason. Bradley Tato. Bill is no longer on the team. He had to leave because they, of COVID. They protocol. got Zach Levine. They got oh, yeah, they got Zach Levine. Who, who phone doesn't even work, right? What you mean? <laughs> you missed that joke. So oh. you got to check out KD's Instagram. Zach Levine had an iPhone, and he said he's overheard saying to KD, "Can I use your phone?" KD said, "Man." All that money you got, you ain't got no international minutes. So they was kind of clouded. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, they was kind of clouded about that. So that's why I said that. I missed that. But if you look at it, Steph's not playing. LeBron's not playing. AD's but not playing. But that era not supposed to be playing. So, so it's, it's here, supposed so, to be this era of players that's in there right now. It but, is supposed to be this era, but let me tell you something. No, I'm going to tell you why I disagree. One second, Zeke, and then you dive in. This era of players, most of them are replacement players. They have replaced players that have either declined or have either gotten hurt in the midst of going to play for Team USA. Now, Dame is on the team, but Dame has to audition for his next team, so he's definitely not trying to get hurt. Mm. So you got KD. We're going to pull up the roster, but go ahead, Zeke, to your point. I was just going to say that because um, I was thinking about this. I, I didn't really like watch the game from earlier today, but the fact that they lost like 70 70- – Six to eighty three. Yeah, seventy six to eighty three. To me, is embarrassing because it's embarrassing. The the even though they even though their team even though these guys aren't the number one guy, number two guy on their team, maybe. But these are still NBA players. Yeah, these uh, are still superstars and but superstars in their own right. But, but my own thing is though, like you let Evan Fournier. Score thirty ball on y'all, and watch he get drafted. <laughs> watch no, they be Evan, looking at him. Who Evan Fourier? What? He, he played play for already. He played for, what he played for Boston, but watch, he, he you Sam. wouldn't even know watch he was on the his, court the whole Boston season. Did watch you? How, what I'm saying is watch how his stock increases now. Most oh. definitely. No, watch but just here's increases. the thing though. Him okay. Let's, let's these international guys. Like when the when the USA was playing back in the day, and it was playing against the Dream Team. Yep. The Dream Team was playing. We didn't know international players. We did not. We did not. That's what I was saying. No international. Like, like back to what you were saying before. You did say that international players were just good over there. Now, the cream of the crop is going to the NBA. They're coming back with these NBA skills, and they're introducing it into their teammates into running a good offense or to say, "Hey, this is what we need to do here. This is how they kind of move." A perfect example of that is um, Luca. 
Like Luca. Luca is literally carrying his team like he do the Mavs. And but he know these guys. He can you know they, he, they play together. They play year together. Around. Yeah. So with I, it's it's just amazing to me that even though these guys probably are replacement for the guys that USA really wanted, but it's still these are NBA caliber players. These are superstars in their own right. So the the fact that you got Damian Lillard, KD, Jason Tatum, just from three alone, and they don't have twenty five apiece, right? And right, KD in foul trouble, and right. I just know this with Pop as the coach. I just know this: KD has the opportunity every single time to say, "Hey, I'm the number two, LeBron's number one," and he fails at it every single time. You mean you mm-hmm. reverse that? You mean KD has a chance to say he's number one? No, LeBron? to say he's number two because if you talk to some people, they say Steph is number two and, oh, K- yeah. and KD's number three. Yeah. Right, right. So that, my thing is the problem is though. If you ain't got nobody rebounding and throwing them outlet passes, that's what made the USA teams good. They had somebody who got rebounds and outletted the ball. That's what got Jordan and Vince Carter's I, and, and Dwayne Wade's. That's what got them buckets. I, I that, disagree. The, bu- the, the, the USA team plays better when they're fast breaking. They're wait, not wait, good wait. in the half court. So here, here's the roster. Bam out of bio. Bradley Beal, who's no longer playing. Devin Booker, who's not even in the right head space. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant, who shouldn't be playing because of injury scares, but whatever. Who? Kevin Durant. Jeremy Grant from the Pistons. Really? Right. Hold up. Draymond Green, who has always been somewhat mediocre in my opinion. Holiday from the Bucks, who didn't have a great series. He had we were great. He had great plays, right? He had great plays. You got. Keldon Johnson, go ahead and say it. Who? Keldon who? (laughs) You got Zach Levine. You got, hold up, Dame Lillard, Kevin Love, who hasn't had a great season and he's no longer playing, JaVale McGee, who replaced Kevin Love, Chris Middleton, and Jay Tatum. That's really not, I mean, to be fair, they should still be winning, but is that really an all-star roster? Why does it have to be an all-star roster? It doesn't have to That's be an all-star roster. That's what the Team USA has strategically been. It's literally been all-stars. But it's, but like you said, this international team's got their best players too, but the U.S. is, is slipping right now. I mean, not as somebody really, got to somebody got to step up, man. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie here. I'm not gonna lie here. When I listen to the roster, like the full roster, you they, they're <laughs> they're beatable. That's what they I'm saying. They're beatable. You look, at they it, look at that roster. Who in the, on that roster can dominate the paint? I mean, like KD, man, KD no, cannot no, dominate not. the paint. Now that you, now that you, now that you saying that, Kesey, it's it's man, we finna. I don't you know. think Bam is gonna dominate the paint? No, I didn't say Bam. I said you don't think KD against foreign players can dominate in the paint. See, KD is a, is a perfect foreign or uh, international player too, but you gotta have somebody who can protect your paint. Mm. Rudy Gobert should not be doing reverse dunks on uh, Bam out of bio. Hey, Rudy pissed. Rudy, Rudy said, I, "I'm gonna show y'all my money and my value." To you the got NBA. the other big dude on that team. I don't even. I can't even think of his name now. He's doing throwing jump hooks over uh, Bam, man. <laughs> I'm like, dude, for real. Listen, so Team USA needs Jesus to get their Christ, act together. Man. That wasn't even on the script, but that was a perfect thing for us to insert there. But let's jump back to the Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. What happened to the Suns? They were up two games to zero. They blew a 2-0 lead, mind you. Before you both comment. 
Chris Paul has never won a series in which he was up 2-0. He has lost first every player in the NBA history. One. What the heck happened to the Phoenix Suns, and what does this mean to Chris Paul's legacy? Uh, I don't think it. I don't think it's. I don't think it's taken away from anything. It it would if he had won it, it had just added. It it didn't take away from anything because Chris Paul is still one of the most prolific point guards we've had in NBA Cry history. Baby, Cry. flopper. I, I can't. Uh, I tell you, I'm. I'm. We're gonna let whistle Zeke looker. Let let Zeke finish. But my respect level for him has went to. I don't a understand. I don't understand why though. Because I'll tell you when you're done. Because the thing that Chris Paul was doing, he has been doing for the last I don't know, ten years. Maybe it's different when it's against your team, though. Maybe, Maybe it's, it's different because it's your team. Because yeah. Chris, because because, and the thing about it is, not only Chris, does Chris Paul do it, plenty other NBA players are doing, and they're gonna look into this next season where you know you are making someone foul you because of their momentum or because of whatever the case may be and you acting all extra with the fouls and stuff like that like Chris the thing about Chris Paul is and that I don't knock him for he's a competitor and sometimes when you're a competitor you have to do things that aren't favored which is Giannis is behind me. I know his momentum is going to carry him off on top of me. Let me get this jumper real quick off. That's how players get hurt. That's how players get hurt, and that's the game, that's the, the way the basketball but, is played. But because that's how he almost, he almost broke his arm like that doing that to LeBron, though. Did you see yes, that? Yes, I seen that. But that's the risk you have to take. So I'm, I'm not mad at Chris Paul for being a competitor. As far as their team, they'll be fine. Will they be back next year for the NBA Finals? No way in hell. Phoenix? Phoenix, no way in hell. What, what happens to Chris Paul? What happens to Chris Paul is Chris Paul, if he's smart, he opts in. He better take that forty-four million. Chris Paul, Chris, Chris Paul can get more than that. So he can get more than seventeenth yeah. season coming. Who are we gonna up, get forty-four bro? from? I don't know. But I know, I know he can get more than that. You think Chris Paul can get fifty million? He can get a max. He can't get a max because he can only get that with his team. No, right that's now. What, no. I'm saying what I'm saying is. Because because they were talking about this all throughout the th- finals, if Chris Paul leaves, he's gonna no, he's gonna opt out and he can get a max. He's so somebody's worth, gonna. Let get me Chris ask you a question. I, we talked about this at the beginning of the season. Is Chris Paul worth that max? Yes, he is. Why he makes your team better? Now, do I think the Lakers are a bad fit for him? Yes, I do. Well, he they can't afford him unless he wants to be a vet minimum player. Why do you Why do you think he can't fit? Because Chris Paul needs. Like, the Phoenix Suns were a perfect fit for him. They've never won anything. They've never been anywhere. So, when Chris Paul is yelling at you, <laughs> that's just the truth. So, when Chris Paul is yelling at you, oh, telling you uh, to, to listen to him, you have to listen because he's been here. He's done things. But just think about Like, when he was in Houston, hold on a second. When he was in Houston, James Harden wasn't trying to hear that because, like, nigga, I didn't did this too. What, what are you talking but about? James Harden was the same person who said Giannis don't do nothing but dribble the ball and dunk. And you see where he at. At, <laughs> at the fashion show in France, finna get arrested with a little baby. Listen, <laughs> Chris Paul, if you're saying he's going to get another max contract, that will take him into season 21. So you're saying somebody's going to sign him for five years, $250 million? I'm not saying $250 million. No, the, the, the max he can sign for is like 100 and something, like 100 mil plus. That's for his current team. No, that's not for his current team. So remember, when he was traded, the current team owns the bird rights for Chris Paul. 
right? I believe they can offer him the most because his trade because he has a player option. They off they allowed to extend his offer for another two option. more years after that. He can opt out and become an unrestricted free agent and then sign a max contract, but it won't be what the max is though. No. He can't make more from anybody than the Phoenix Suns long-term, I believe. Yes. Long-term. Now, if he wants to go somewhere and sign a two-year short-term deal, of course he can do that. But y'all really believe in year 17 that Chris Paul is going to make $50 million? Yep. He's making 44 right now. Yeah. I'm telling you. his. Who? I don't know. His best bet is to, is to let that contract go and maybe join the Bucks. <laughs> so 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 let's talk about keys let's get your perspective on the phoenix suns blowing a two nothing lead what, what 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 do you think happened man were the bucks just that and, and and be objective okay we're all bucks fans here we're excited be objective did what phoenix I'm, blow it what i'm gonna say is the bucks and phoenix are both two great home teams the phoenix did what they were supposed to do at home to start the series and the bucks came home and did what they were supposed to do and then i said the team that gets the win on the road first is going to win this series. You did say that. You said what? The team that gets a win on the road first oh, is going yeah, to win this yeah, series. Yeah. And the Bucks did it first. So, therefore, the momentum carried over to game six, and that's how the Bucks beat them. It really shouldn't have been a 4-0. It really is not technically for what well, it is, four games. They yeah, beat them four straight. Them, four really. four straight. Four straight. They, they beat them four straight, but it was expected. I expected Phoenix to come win their first two home games and the Bucks to come win their first two home games. And then it was going to be the best of three to me. I and I remember we had that, we were talking about that on the, on, the, on the previous episode where I was like, I expected the Bucks to lose game five. I think I, we all did. I, 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 I didn't. I, I think Kesey did. didn't. I didn't. Kesey didn't because I was like, they're going to lose game five. Kesey's like, no, they're not. He did say that, and I think I said the Bucks need to win Game Five because you don't want to have to come and try to fight yeah. down three. And that's and I was like, because I was like, they're gonna lose Game Five because they had one at home and they were pretty good at home. But I knew so, the Bucks would get one on the road. I thought it would be Game Seven. But I knew I'm not if, gonna lie, I did too. I, I thought knew, it would be Game I Seven. I knew they wouldn't go into Game Seven. I knew they wouldn't go into Game Seven. And when they won Game Five, I said it's over with. Real I mean, I'm, I'm glad it didn't Tom, happen. Come to the mic. Go ahead, Zeke. Come I'm glad it. Mic. I'm glad it didn't happen. But I'm just like, that's why I was like, um, I was talking about like last week about, um, you know, like basketball, like sports miracles don't happen to the Bucks. They, they don't happen don't. to them. They don't happen in Milwaukee. They don't happen and to so, the Packers. They don't happen to none of our teams. They happen to the <laughs> oh, he's happy. He's so glad football so, season's up. Told him I'm asking you a question in a minute. What, what but this I, dude over here is so geeked about the Packers all, arguing right now. But let's stick to basketball. Stick keep to basketball. on. Keep on. Let me tell you something. The Dallas Cowboy memes that I didn't got already, it don't make no sense. <laughs> okay? Okay? It don't make no sense. The last time the boys won the Super Bowl. Stop. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, my thought is this, that – um. That's why, like this, this was so like amazing, um, as far as like what what happened. The four four straight don't happen to the Bucks. It no. just don't happen. Well, to be technical, I mean, it kind of does. Didn't they go down two mm-hmm. zero to the Hawks? Yeah. Did we go down? No, it was, no, it was one one. one, one. It was one one. one. Okay, but yeah, it shouldn't yeah, have yeah. went. It, it shouldn't have did that. That shouldn't have happened. It should have been. But just think one. though, it we, really did, we did sweet. that to Miami too. It wasn't. No, Miami's no. four straight. Miami, we swept. 
We That's swept what I'm Miami. Saying. We won four straight on Miami too, though. It was four, but Miami is not the Miami we thought. At least y'all thought they were. I thought they were good, but I was wrong. But anyway, I brought Tone to the table. This is our executive producer. Y'all don't hear from him much, but he's a longtime Bucks fan. So man, we just wanted to give you a chance to tell 94 Feet Nation, man, what that means to you with the Bucks winning the title, bro. I mean, it feel good not to have uh, PTSD. Because <laughs> like y'all was just saying before I got on the mic, we not used to winning. Mm-hmm. Like, we get there, we build great teams. It was like, nah. Yeah. Did, did you ever once doubt that this would happen? Yes. Why? New Jersey had a super team. Yes. Well, not my, my bad. Brooklyn. Brooklyn had a super Brooklyn team. Brooklyn had a super team. So, don't, when we... Don't, don't. <laughs> I know what you're saying, Tone, but don't get his man. Don't get his <laughs> no, man. No, no, they did. Like if you look at it on paper, all right, on paper. If you look at if you look at the whole finals, like when we got to the playoffs, mm-hmm. you look at it on paper. It was L.A. in in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's what it was built to yeah. be. Mm-hmm. When L.A. didn't make it, everybody was like, "What the heck is going on here?" Yeah, and yeah. then when we Th- put thank out, thank you for saying heck. Yeah, I had to think about <laughs> it. I was like, what, what the heck is going on here? But when Brooklyn got put out, and it was KD's fault, let's keep it a buck here, yeah. then we was like, dude, there's nothing that can stop us. Remember, I I, even though you're riding me here, remember I said the winner of the Brooklyn-Milwaukee series would win the championship. He did say that. I said that all season. But what did I, I say? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so being the fact that it was Phoenix – one thing I noticed right away is the media got on Chris Paul's side quick with jump quick. It yeah. was like even when you Bucks know, were the underdog, like you didn't even say and talk about the Bucks. They say it was Chris Paul. It was Historia. He's been here for the longest. He's one of the the the, the all stars who still don't have a ring. It was all about Phoenix, even to the point where it was like Phoenix hasn't been here since you know Barkley and they don't got a ring. They were just constantly kept bringing it up. I was a I was a Barkley fan when that happened. That shit hurt it. I know I just Man. messed it all up. I was there. When he when he it was, it was it's a picture. Though, bro, I'm sorry. It's okay. Shit happens. It's a picture of Barkley doing this, right. rubbing his finger, and and you knew he would never be there again. He right. was just like he just knew it. So the views and opinions of those was, are not those of Andre con- Xavier Douglas. I was hurt because I didn't know who to go for because I wanted Phoenix to get there, but I didn't want it to be against Milwaukee because I wanted Milwaukee to get yeah. theirs too. I, I felt this. I felt the exact same way yeah. because. I love a good underdog story. And they're and Chris both Paul. underdogs. They, yeah, they're both underdogs. underdogs. I'm like, if this wasn't the Bucks, Chris it Paul. Chris I'm Paul. But, I'm Chris Paul. Right but, 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 but that's the thing that made Giannis play the way he played. And I was going to say that because they wouldn't give him his, his flowers. And all they kept saying yeah. is Giannis can't do this. Giannis can't do I, that. Giannis won't do this. Giannis will not do that. And all Giannis did was prove everybody wrong, even though there was flaws to his game. He he pulled up and showed out on everything it, that he was it good wasn't at. Necessarily, it wasn't necessarily Giannis who had to show up and show out. It was everybody else. Because up to this point, those people who don't have shows that I've talked to about it, they said the Milwaukee Bucks is Giannis and a bunch of role players because we <laughs> wouldn't win on the road. We wouldn't win without Giannis. Until, Atlanta doesn't count. But that was the one that lit the fire for most people, though. Because when Giannis went down, and, oh. and, and, and and we were done. We were done. We were done. No we were Giannis. Done. On paper, we were done. No Giannis, no championship. Right. We were done. And then Drew and Middleton showed you why they get the big bucks. Oh, That's true. 
They showed the heck out of us because I think we even all we apologized right. to Chris Middleton after the I, had to, but I, mean, I just thought my brother. My brother has always called Middleton a bum. Like he can't get the job done. He's inconsistent. He'll be hot one day and cold for the next two days. <laughs> I mean, this is that's what my brother. Weather. Yeah, I mean, that's what my brother would say. But then when we had no Giannis, and he's out here putting in work, and Drew's putting in work. It was like, you know what, bro, you can't talk about them for at least a week. All right. Tom, like, go ahead, plug your show. What's your what's your podcast? Oh, the Death Fresh Show. Death Fresh Show on the TDR network. How often can they catch that show? Weekly. Weekly. TDR podcast. Right? No, no, no. Death Fresh Show, the right? Death Fresh the Show. The Death Fresh Show. Tony. Make sure doing, y'all check it out. Tone is doing I, big things here in the city of Milwaukee. He has over, I want to say, fifty podcasts on his network. I'm going I'm gonna let y'all know right now if if you don't like certain words, d- don't tune in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean they still tune in here, so I it, mean, yeah, it, it's but you all got good. one or two. We might open the door with because I just went on a whole rant about Jabari Parker, so <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I still got beef with Doug. Well, we appreciate you opening the door for us to be your first official NBA sports show on this yeah, network. I've been waiting for y'all, to be and, honest with and you. our season finale, we wanted to make sure that folks knew who the e-producer was who's working with us behind the scenes. Right, so. No problem, man. So thank you for uh, showing us some love, man, and enjoy your pizza over there. <laughs> so, you know... Back to what we were talking about with the Suns and the Bucks, man. And again, we're talking about Chris Paul and his legacy. The reason why I say it's damaging to his legacy, because if it was Giannis, they would have been all over Giannis. I didn't recognize, outside of myself, because I had some hard moments on Giannis, too. We all have. I didn't recognize how much the media really didn't like him. I don't want to say the media don't like Giannis. But it Giannis. was all over him. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that. I say that Giannis gets a lot of flack because of his limitation when it comes to basketball skills. And IQ? Not IQ, no. basketball okay. skills. But y'all keep saying his IQ is not there. His IQ it is, is there. It is now. It is now. It's been there. He just have not had the... You agree with me that it wasn't. Don't no, that was not me. It. Did I say that? Peace. No, I did not say yes, he had he did. bad. No, yes, I did not did. say he had bad yes, IQ. Go listen. That to was the... him. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, didn't say, I didn't say nothing. It was one of y'all. Agreed it with was me. him. One it wasn't me. Agreed. You the one said. No. Go ahead. Finish case. Go ahead. Go ahead. Listen, if Giannis, if we didn't win, they would have talked about there. everything Giannis couldn't do for the next twenty-two years. Twenty-two years. I mean, we they talked about, and I'm just listening because as NBA, as your team goes to. The finals, you're on TV. You're on the radio. Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks don't have a chance. If the Brooklyn Nets were healthy, they wouldn't even be here. Giannis's knee injury, he got lucky. You know, Coach Bud can't get the job done, which we have to give him his flowers, which we'll talk about in a few moments because he made a lot of coaching adjustments to make us win game five. But it, and six. it took to the final, to the game five and six for him to make those correct adjustments. It, I would it, say three. Game four is when he started making adjustments, and it made a difference. I, I tell you, man, get back on Coach Button in a second. But Chris Paul, to me, I lost a lot of respect for him for a lot of reasons. Number one, did y'all see him pull a Detroit Pistons? Did y'all he see just him walk off the stage, walk, walk off the, the court, court after the game? 
I don't want to hear about, well, he just lost the finals. He is the president or vice president, you have to fact check me, of the Players Association. He's the president. He's the president of the, he negotiates their union labor rights. Mm -hmm. You show this team some respect by at least shaking up. You ain't got to hug and pull a Monty Williams. What the heck was he thinking? If you were my coach and you visited the other team's locker room, goodbye. No, it's showing respect. Man. I mean, they it's a show it. of respect, but you don't have to be that respectful, right? That's yeah, what do. I'm saying. Yeah, you do. Chris Paul on the court, show some love. Shake up and give some credit because you got outplayed. Chris Paul cried. Listen, I'm a LeBron fan. I'm a Kobe fan. God rest his soul. Chris Paul cries more than both of them put together. But that's why he couldn't shake their hand because he had to go home and cry. <laughs> what did you think he was going home to do? He has taught the Phoenix Suns how to be crybabies. Devin Booker, crybaby. And the dirty play, it's, it, it could be argued that Chris Paul should have been ejected in game five for pushing so. Giannis in the air. If you look up the definition of a flagrant foul – it is unnecessary contact, and that was unnecessary <laughs> contact. So for me, Chris Paul legacy, it does take a hit. Mm. He doesn't get a five-year deal. That takes him into season 21. You sign that $44 million, You try it again, but if you don't win a championship, you can't be, in my opinion, a top point guard to ever play the game because you have to win the big one. I don't think okay. – that, that is very harsh. And I want you to really think about that. Yeah, I'm just doing I don't, what they do to I don't, Giannis. I don't, because I, know, I get I get what you're saying. I'm just but, doing what they do to but at the end of, But at the end of the day, this is different. Go ahead. No, let me ask you this: How was that harsh when saying because LeBron hasn't won six, he's not the goat? One How was the, that harsh? One of the greatest. Score- I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're one, saying. One of the greatest scorers in the NBA does not have a championship. One of the greatest point guards in the NBA history does not have a championship. Help 94 feet nation. Who but, are they? Um, but I'm not going to. John I'm, Stockton and Carl Malone. Oh, yeah. Okay. Most definitely. So okay. when you talk about he doesn't have a championship, it takes away from his legacy. That's why I like that's kind of hard. It takes away from his legacy. I mean, he'll still be great. Obviously, I'm being emotional right Brian now. Brian Russell ain't got He'll no still co- be great. <laughs> he'll still be great. But as we talk, when we talk about LeBron's greatness, what's the first thing y'all go to? Jordan six and zero, not Keith. Jordan six and zero. So I'll it's say it not. In a minute. It's. <laughs> it's. But not he only fa- made it six times. It's not fair for us to say to know, that Chris Paul's legacy doesn't take a hit if he doesn't win the title. It absolutely I, does. I get. Hold on, but I get people are going to take a shot at his legacy for what happened this finals. But at the end of the day, people have got to give that man some credit because Phoenix was not even a playoff team before they he were came. Not. And people got to realize he turned that team and that franchise into some winners. I will give you that. And and if 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 that don't boost your legacy up a little bit, you know you turn some people that shouldn't even been in the playoffs into some real live winners. Because because I was going back to your point, Houston gave him away. They was like, Chris Paul is done. He's going to Houston. He's going to finish. But that was James Harden though. James Harden was behind. I know what I'm saying is, but. For them to trade him to OKC and for him to turn that team around and make them make the playoffs and they almost beat Houston in the in the bubble is is something amazing. He he can't again. They send him off to Phoenix again. He turns a team that was in the bubble around to a championship team. So the fact that and let's not let's not sit here and say like Chris Paul was not. 
He had a couple games where it's like, man, come on, Chris Paul, step your game up. He had like 22, 29 but, in game but six. Also, I want to give a shout out to the Phoenix Suns and all of their staff over there because I've never seen a franchise that takes players in and can keep them healthy the way the Phoenix Suns do. Remember that's what true. they did for Grant Hill. Yeah, that's true, too. Because Grant Hill was done. He was done. And he went to Phoenix and was able to finish off his career and not look like a bum, boo-boo with a fool. A bum or yeah. a fool out yeah. there. Yeah, that's true. So you I know. don't know what they got in the water in Phoenix, but so I want some of that when I retire. I, 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 I was listening to Stephen A. Smith the day after. I don't know why I was doing that. But Stephen A. Smith said he wouldn't be surprised. Stephen A. Smith said he wouldn't be surprised, and many other commentators, that if something comes up about Chris Paul not being 100% during the finals. Because they had already started to say there was some issues with his right hand or something like that. But nevertheless, uh, Chris Paul, you know, he did make Phoenix better. You give him his flowers. But he does need to win a championship to get to solidify, not to solidify his greatness, but to cap it, I guess. So in this same argument here, or this same recap, were we too hard on Coach Bud, man? Does Coach Bud deserve his flowers? Did he come no, through? No, we wasn't for too us? hard on Bud. Because it took us to get on Bud for him to realize that he did Because he had to listen to the podcast did you or see something. The, did you see the parade sign? Somebody in the parade. Somebody had a uh, fire Bud or something fire, like that. Fire Bud. Bud sign in the parade. In the championship parade. After the but, man that just delivered us a shot. Well, he, first, didn't, he didn't deliver us a championship. Yana delivered us a championship. And don't nobody can forget that, okay? <laughs> America, don't you forget that. My that was all Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo, just in case you people don't know how to say his name out there. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Whether it's Antetokounmpo, Mamubuto, whatever the <laughs> it is, he, I'm not going to dismiss the coach. You can't. Because um, Bud did make the adjustments. I wish he would have made them sooner. Um, I wish he would have done a lot of things differently. But we already said once he got we, once he got to the finals, he bought himself another three, another two, three oh, years. Oh, they're gonna give him if coaches could get max contracts, he would get one. <laughs> he's oh, gonna get another. He's gonna get another, he got another five four, year extension. He got a, he got a four year extension coming up automatically. Exactly. So all day. all day, and I'm not mad at that because be I honest am. with you, once let's say we lost in these finals, where was else we gonna go? Right. Who else was he gonna get? Who we gonna, who we gonna get? Who else we gonna get? Becky Hammond, and we already know how you feel about that. Becky who? <laughs> no, Shout out to Becky. So it's just one of them things where like who else was he gonna get to? So he was gonna be here regardless. Um I don't I think we I wanna say give him his flowers. I think we need to be critical of him because adjustments came, but they came kind of late. But now he knows the type of adjustments he has to make in order to win a championship. And I think this was a learning experience for him as well as all of the players on the Bucks. And that's why I feel the Bucks will be in the Eastern Conference Final at least next year. Can the Buck go ahead? I have a question for you guys. Yes. Now that we got this rank, we got these fantastic players. Does the value of Milwaukee increase in regards to wanting players to come here? No. Yes. No. Because number one, and here and here's it de- why. It, de- it depends, but go ahead. Yeah, here's why it doesn't, because right now. Giannis is a superstar, and we're going to get to that in a few moments. Tone, I can't see that clock running. What does those minutes up there say? 53. Okay. Wow. Um, you know, and we have a couple things that we need to dig into, but Giannis is an all-star. He is. No doubt about it. He's the greatest thing to happen to Milwaukee since Kareem. 
right, in terms of basketball. Right. Yes. He is still not a player, in my opinion, that attracts the big-name players to want to come here. Here's and, and let's also think about this. The Bucks, and that was my next question to my, to my partners here, is can the Bucks run it back? And before you answer, keep in mind, the Bucks have – the Bucks are over the salary cap. Winning the NBA Finals put us over the salary cap because you have to pay out bonuses and things. The Bucks have no money to bring in max players. None. Okay? The Bucks probably can't afford P.J. Tucker. They probably can't afford Bobby Portis. Because I, already heard, Bob- I already heard they can't afford Bobby Portis. Okay, they Portis. can't afford either of those players. So, potentially, we're losing two core pieces of our championship team. So, I don't see big-name players wanting to come here because, let's be honest, unless it's Dane, who are you giving up Holiday for? And, and Unless it's another spot-up shooter, who are you giving up Middleton for? And, and and from what we know about the Bucks, you know, we build through the draft. I remember John Hammond was at my Bucks party. Remember that? And he <coughs> said, if we have the faith and – the courage to own the future. And me and Zeke would say, man, we've been owning the future since we were 13. We're tired of that. So the Bucks can build with a lot of good role players, but big-name players, nah. Okay, so now that we got to that part, you don't think we'll be able to sign some of them veteran minimums now, like the Blake Griffins and, nope. and the uh, – who else went over there? Jeff Green. Nope. Jeff Green. So why would he leave Brooklyn, who can be fully healthy, to come to Milwaukee? But as you can tell, they don't be fully healthy. So why wouldn't you join a team that's fully healthy and got great chemistry and just won an NBA championship? We haven't even got to that point yet, and you already knocking it. Oh, because that's, Dre's not a fan. I'm not knocking anything. You can't. You can't. What I'm saying is, you can't knock it until we get to the situation, right? Bring that up. No, 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 no. One, 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 one second, because you don't do that. No, 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 no. You don't get to do that and just. I already know what that. Why are you pointing at me? I didn't do both of you. You said no fan, and you said already bringing it up. Let's not act like what what America's saying. Okay, yeah, we're proud of this championship. We were there. We were at the parade. We were at the games. We're proud of it. But let's not act like half of America is saying the only reason it happened was because Brooklyn wasn't healthy. Let's not act like that. Let's not act like America isn't saying the only reason Phoenix went because LeBron wasn't healthy or Golden State wasn't healthy. So let's not have tunnel vision to what people really think. But but that's that's the killer part about it is these people keep saying the only reason Milwaukee is there is because Brooklyn was hurt. Who said the three of them together was going to have the right chemistry to beat the Bucks? On paper. That's not – we're not saying that. I know, but I I get what you're saying. That's what I'm saying, though. But what says that they would have beat the Bucks in the Bucks chemistry the way – they play together because when they play together, they didn't play as good as people thought they was going to play. Every, I guess we'll super, never know. Every super team does that their first year because when LeBron got to Miami that first year, it was a pretty rough ride. But, they, but, but you got to remember. They should have won. They, they, they've been so injured, it's like being in year one again next year. It is true. You know what and I mean? If they keep Kyrie. So, so I would hope – I am very interested – in the offseason, but I am more I am interested in the Bucks offseason because P.J. Tucker, we can't afford him. He was only making $7 million. He's going to command big money. I don't think – It all depends on what else they can offer P.J. because P.J. may take a hit for one year to keep this together if he's guaranteed a higher payoff on the back end. I was just going to – so what I was going to say was this. Um, I think – 
because of the way the East is right now and the the mess that is coming Philadelphia's way, because oh, yeah. of the yeah, Kyrie man. situation in Brooklyn, right. because of Boston looking like they're almost starting all over again. Pre-KG. Exactly. So it's one of those things where do I think the Bucks are good enough to run it back to at least the Eastern Conference Finals? Yes. Agreed. Do I think they can run it back as far as winning another title? I don't know. Just because, I hate to say this, but it's the truth. When years after LeBron loses, he comes back with a vengeance. He does. And when he comes back with a vengeance, he has a focus like I've never seen before. Especially because. But this year is a little different. LeBron is getting older. LeBron is obviously Hollywood now. So it's one of those things where. I think we can run it back. PJ, PJ, as far as PJ contract, I think he'll resign. The big thing is is probably Bobby Portis. I think we can throw him around like ten or eleven, maybe some incentives at the end of the year. So, but it's it's really up to the player because a lot of times when championships, when it comes to that type of stuff, they get players get big headed and then they see the dollar sign instead of it being a chemistry thing. Bobby Portis just fit. He does. PJ Tucker he, he just fits. fit. And so, like when you talk about max contracts, commentary, and can, bro, and can and can we bring in big names? I don't think we need any. I think I, we I agree. Need, I think we need a solid I'm bench, a I, deeper when, bench. Agreed. When I ask that question, it's not necessarily like very next year. I'm thinking more like two, three next. years from now when people are okay. My contract is up, and Milwaukee's on the table. Mm. They can be like, they did win a, a championship. And these two or three players are still here. I can work with them. Milwaukee can now be part of a negotiation. I, I don't disagree with that. That's what that's what I'm right, so, right. so you what you're trying to say is is Milwaukee going to be a part of the destinations when players start making their trips? Is that what you asking? That's what I'm going. Because yes. like, bring up the Chris Paul situation. Because just think like New I York. can see Chris coming here. Really? <laughs> I could. I could see Chris. I wanted Chris here a long time ago. But here's the thing. Chris is getting to that Gary Payton mode where it's like, mm. look, who can get me a ring? I yeah. will play what you need me to play mm-hmm. as long as at the end of the day I can say I have a ring. I don't you know. You know what? That That's the smart move for Chris. And Chris is very smart. But y'all think he'll but do that Chris with Milwaukee? Has, Chris has an ego. If you look Huge. That, he has an ego, but he's smart enough to know, look, I can't beat y'all. I see what y'all got. Let me see. I can fit in here. And I can I help see y'all him, be Brooklyn. I see him. If he's if he's going to go that route, unfortunately, I would see him going to L.A. if he's going to go that the route. The Lakers. Lakers I, would but, make sense if he's going to do it immediately. I, if he's not going to do it immediately, <clears throat> Milwaukee or Philly would be a good choice. That's the, the, just true, too. One That's of the things too. that really sucks from a basketball world about our Bucks winning it is now the thought of super teams is going even further. It's going even further. I was reading something coming in here. Golden State turned down a trade for uh, it was either ben Simmons. ben Simmons because they wanted too much. So the Warriors not only wanted Ben, they wanted to keep Clay, they wanted to keep Steph, they wanted to keep Draymond. So it's like now, wait a minute, small market teams are making noise. We're losing to Giannis. Giannis has a ring before several other players. So it's now the NBA now. Not only are they running scared, we're getting back to the pre-LeBron Miami super team eras. We're getting back That's to the KD I think it's the super team eras. 
I think we're getting we're getting back to the eighties and nineties ball where you had one superstar and a bunch of people that fit well with him. And I think that's what Giannis made. And that's what game. yeah, Giannis brought that's like, look, you don't have to stack three major <coughs> players to get where we need to get to. You know the, the you know the thing about that though is, and Giannis said this a long time ago when they asked him because there are there's a small selection of players who wouldn't mind coming to Milwaukee. Like, yeah, I wouldn't mind coming to Milwaukee. Um, just like when it was like a small selection. I don't say a small selection, but like when LeBron went back to Cleveland or whatever. They was like, oh, oh. <laughs> and so it was one of them things where like, oh, I wouldn't mind going here, so on and so forth. Giannis said this. I'm not recruiting nobody. If you want to come here, that's great. If you want to be a part of this, that's great. I'm not recruiting nobody. Yep, he's and officially Milwaukee. So <laughs> that's just like the that. So, like Milwaukee. Then, so it's one of those things. Where like Giannis is like, if you want to come here, that'll be great. I would love for. That's when AD was a free agent, or they were talking about AD being traded. He was like, I would love for AD to come here. I would love for LeBron to but, come but, here. But, but, but I'm not but, recruiting but nobody. The only problem is though, Giannis got a taste of what it feel like to be on top. I wanted. Will you know that what though? I, I I want it this way. I want it this way. I want it just to be like, no, nah, you ain't got to come here if you don't want to. If you want to come here, that's cool. But if you don't got to come here, you want to. We gonna win regardless. So, so and I want him to have that mentality. It, it sounds like he gonna have that mentality. I think he's always gonna have it because yeah. now that he proved that, look, it's me and my boys. Exactly. It's not my team, and then you. It's either you a part of it or you against it. But it's not going to be the LeBron, and I don't need a Robin. Exactly. I'm Superman. Yep. So uh, so so speaking. So that leads to our next thing. Giannis said in the post game interview. Did y'all hear what he said? I heard it word for word. He said, "I could have went and built super teams and played my role somewhere else, but I stayed." Was that a shot at KD, LeBron, and others? That's a shot at the league. Period. Yeah. yeah. Keys, what you think? That's a shot at the league. That's letting people know, like, get a team built around you, and you can still win. Mm-hmm. Zeke. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. I balance, mean, balance the league back out. If the league is too back. structured, man. Like you got this set of teams that's gonna be good, and you got this set of teams that you know that's. A, but you do know that part of that is your boys' fault. No. It Why? Is. Did, well, how do y'all figure that when KD and them did it first? KD, KD team. KG first. KG did it first. How? Boston did it first. KG. KG. I meant to say KG. I want and until people start until people start looking at that rock, Ray Allen was a Ray Allen Ray was his Allen own was team. Not no monster like that. Ray Allen was the good third. Thank you. You had KG, who was definitely that dude who needed to get out of Minnesota. You had Paul Pierce, who was begging for help. Then you had Ray Allen, who can always make sure don't forget the outside. <laughs> You had Rondo who can move a ball like none other. And he was young. And he was young. And then we had Perkins who can take up some space like Shaq. And the thing about it is, and that, that was just a perfect situation. Yeah. And when you talk about super teams, that's why they only won the ones. One, because they one. were just a perfect situation. Perfect a super team, team is Miami. Is Miami. How is hey, the, we're how, superstars. We're coming how together. Is that, how is that, though? Because a lot of people didn't consider Chris Bosh a superstar. They considered him they, an all-star. They considered him a They didn't after his performance in the finals. When no. he was uh-uh. signed no, before, Miami, before he even went before, there. Before, I'm going to tell you when. When he played for the USA team. 
And in yeah. Toronto by himself, Chris Chris Bosch was the man. But was Toronto man. was terrible. Toronto was terrible. But you gotta think about it. Anybody that's on the team by themselves no. is gonna be the man. No, not not, not like Zach this. Zach Levine is the man in Chicago this, because he's the only this, one that's good. This is why Miami is is labeled as the first super team. All three of them played together of this era on the on the Olympic team. They sat down and had a conversation prior to before any moves was made. LeBron made that decision to jump to Miami before he even gave Cleveland the opportunity to counter him. So that alone made it seem like LeBron was out to play with a better team because they were slowly putting it together without nobody knowing it. But you got to think about it. Look at the rosters they put around LeBron James in in, in Cleveland. It was horrible. And to that de- and to this day, you look at them rosters, you'd be like, Whoa. "Oh, don't get me wrong, I'm not mad." I would have left too. I don't move. understand why people were upset he left. <laughs> because, <laughs> I think it was how he left. Not not to not how he left. Not to meaning you in Cleveland, Ohio. But that's his the Browns. The, the other team in the city didn't even win games. He first of all, that's his hometown. That's, that's his hometown. I, that's I, where, I get that, but I'm just saying. Really now, his hometown is really the place it, where you'd be like, okay, it really? It was his home that did that Akron. Yeah, you gotta remember. I in Akron. You gotta remember. I've been to Akron. You, his whole life been has been there. I've been to Akron. Oh man, I, I mean, drove, I had to go to Independence. I would never go through Akron. Bro, that was the great man. <laughs> the house. I ordered my this, food and got back in the car. Right. The houses are this close to each other. Did y'all man. notice that? Yes. Yeah. I ordered like, my food and you, got back in the car. All you can do is whistle between houses. <laughs> Folks was walking past me in Akron. Door I'm Dad, like, I'm good. DoorDash is the greatest thing in Akron. Now listen, never got <laughs> listen. They don't make no money. So, so, so to wrap this up here, Giannis said what he said, and it was a shot at the NBA. And I think Giannis, since the beginning, has played the role of I'm just me. I want to stay in Milwaukee, although a lot of us thought he was going to leave us hanging like Kareem, but. The Bucks came. I knew he wouldn't. The, the Bucks came. They did what they did. They brought in Holiday. They paid Middleton, and the Bucks did it together with a very, let's just say it. I mean, a, you look at the Bucks roster and say this is not a championship roster. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said it, and I said it on the last show. I'll say it again. And yeah, I'll, he can get these fuck you too. And I'll say it to Kareem again. Kareem, you ain't for doubting us. I mean, he left us hanging too. But again, it was a different era. None of us were born. I mean, you got to talk to people. What do you that, mean? It doesn't matter. Back in you. the '70s, I was talking to an old-time Bucks fan. Not to not to give Kareem a pass for leaving us, but one of my people that I work with, who's also a season ticket holder now, has said to me. He said, <laughs> he said to me, you know, back in the '70s. Okay, let's just resolve this on the air. We're just going to put it out there. Why would you do this on the air, though? Well, why not? You know, I mean, you, we're we watching TV. Here's my deal. Here's my no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. You can't tell season, my story. It's let, the season final episode. You, let me, right, you, let me, you can't tell my story. Good team. Keith, did you get anything? I'm not I, saying Keith No, no, no. Did I get, Keith was on the phone with me. Did I get anything out of you signing up being a season ticket holder under me? Did I get anything out of it? No, we both give up the same amount of credit card numbers. No, 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 no. And for the same price. When I said to Jason, and I quote, do I get a discount for signing up all these people? Do I get anything out of the deal? What did Jason say? No, because you can't. What do you expect him to say when you're on the phone? Listen, let me tell you something. My my two if best. If I told, if I asked Donald Trump, hey man, hey uh, man, how's it going? Uh, how, how you how, how you how you feel about Black Americans? Oh man, I'm saying, ain't got no problem with y'all. Oh, my, ain't got no problem with us. My no, two, ain't no problem with y'all. My two best friends at this table since five. 
One is really cool. The other is a really big jerk. Uh-uh. No, no, no. <laughs> the other you, one is so, very so, suspicious. So hold on, hold on. Time out. Time out. So what you're trying to say is he getting some extra incentive. Incentive. Well, let me tell you incentive. something. Incentive. Let me tell you Incentives. something. Keisha, you've been knowing Dre real long. You've been knowing him a long he, time. He got to get something to do. Exactly. Wow. He wow. got to get something. Is that how y'all? You know what? <laughs> you brought this up. I didn't so, want to bring this up. This has been another episode of the 94 Feet Podcast. Come on, man. We're not done yet. Hold up. Don't don't, don't next us out yet. But I'll tell you one thing. That when season two starts, if there's two new best friends sitting to my right and left, you know why. Because these say, hmm. You know what I'm saying? This you brought this up. I didn't want to bring this up. I just co-signed. Well, 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 you're terrible because you know that it's not true. I know, but it, I had to, it was funny. <laughs> so at the end of the day, people, listen here. The Milwaukee Bucks, and, and this is just us being humorous, but y'all got to see Zeke. Dog, Zeke, if he thinks I get anything out of it, he, he going. You, it. You're going too hard. You're going too hard, Dre. Because I'm a fan? Because nah, I've been nah, trying to man. get my boy mm-hmm. to become a season ticket holder nope. forever? No. I've been knowing you too long, and you've been some, having season But he told me he was going to buy me a shirt for signing up with him at the same time. Mm. I'm, I'm saying, like, what that, that, I, that shirt might have been free. I'm not saying it's something no, big. We, no, we're supposed to go to the pro shop and pick it out. <laughs> what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. <laughs> Jason <laughs> might have been like, hey, just get him to sign up. i get you a shirt, sir. <laughs> I'm not saying it was something so, big. So, so they, what I'm saying so, is this. So Jason gave him a credit to the pro shop to buy me a shirt. Okay. My, thanks for putting me on. <laughs> Listen, let me he tell you. It. He going too hard. He going too hard. As as he overmodulates here with all that screaming and hollering, let me tell y'all something. You can't do nothing nice for people. You just can't be a fan. You can't. Wait a second. Wait a second. I've admitted when I get things out of things. For example. Later. So, no. Season starts in October. If he tells you in November, I'm going to say I told you so. And I'm not tripping. I just want him to tell me. Just tell me what's up, man. First of all, 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 all let, let's not act like when I was in the season ticket holder how many free tickets I've given you both. Let's not go there, first of all. Okay. Well, he's a season ticket free, holder. Now free who? Free tickets. Listen. Free who? Exactly. don't do for free. Now, the second thing, now, if this was my Southwest credit card, we all know what I get out of that. 10,000 bonus points when I get people to sign up. So you bringing my point? You're no, making my I'm not. point. Southwest advertises that for you anyway. So you you advertise for Southwest now? If you need a link, hit me up. <laughs> I got thirty thousand points left for the year to gain. I got you. Hit me up. Listen, folks. At the end of the day, we are all very glad and very happy about our Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, this has been a season like no other. Uh, this is the end of our first season of the 94 Feet Podcast. We want to give some love to our brothers, uh, Zeke, because the way we actually all started this podcast, it was actually during the pandemic where we were all stuck at home, right? We were <laughs> stuck, not doing anything. And Zeke hit us up like, man, we should. Because we like, always talk. He was, like, he was like, I need to talk to y'all. Yeah, That's what he yeah, we thought it was so like, serious. And I here I go. I'm like, oh, man, I, what, the, what this nigga want? No, no. My response was like, oh, we didn't offend him again. Because you know he gets a little, you know. He's a little sensitive. But anyway, anyway, let us tell, let me tell the story. You're trying to put Nick Rose really on. Let me tell the story. So, if you're going to tell it, tell it right. Shut up. Let me finish. Jesus See, Christ. See, y'all, this is what happens to us all the time. I mean, we got a tea time in 22 minutes. So we ain't going to make it. Let's go. Listen, Speaker man, we're going to make it. We'll be there. So we started doing this on Zoom. 
and Google during the pandemic back in 2020. And we were just doing it for fun. We were leaking it and we were really hard on ourselves. We were like, man, that wasn't a good episode or, you know, you guys are cutting each other off. Zeke, I mean, we were, we felt like we were, man, punching a clock or, or something. So my sister, uh, who, who I recently met, maybe about five years ago, my sister Alicia was on this podcasting network, TDR, and she has a podcast uh, called Speak Your Truth. And Zeke had decided, he was like, you know what, guys, if we're going to do this, we need to go all out. So we started having meetings, and Alicia introduced us to Tone, and we said, you know what, let's just run with this, right? And we didn't know what was going to happen, right? We didn't know. So we started to run with this. Go ahead. We had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. At least I didn't. I didn't. None. We I mean, I, I knew, but. <laughs> and so. And still to this day, I'm like, man, what the hell? Literally, I mean, there are some, there are times where we've, man, we've had it out. We've argued, right? We've disagreed on things. I done gave both of them a knuckle sandwich. I mean, we, we've literally said, dude, what is it that you want from us? I think each other, but I think that comes back to just us being lifelong friends. You know, we've all been friends since we were five years old. We've all been sports fans, and we've always found a way to come back together, even if there is a disagreement. So, um, 94 Feet Nation, thank you for making season one a memorable one. Uh, 22 episodes. Uh, There are some podcasts who don't make it past the first two. You know, and Tone tells us our listenership. I hope he doesn't mind me sharing. Uh, we have been one of his fastest growing podcasts uh, since he's uh, been in this industry. And so uh, that is a team effort. And to the 94 Feet Nation, we thank you. Zeke, something you want to add? Um, no. Not yet. No, you, you talk enough. That's, that's, that's I'm, enough cutting, I'm cutting you off right you now. You can't I cut mean, us off, man. It's not six no, no, yet. I'm cutting him off. Oh, you're, talking, you're cutting Zeke <laughs> off? <laughs> Dang. Yes. Thank you, Tone, for covering for me. No, go oh, ahead, Zeke, and then we'll let Tone jump in. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that um, you know, this has been a long road. Um I I have fun. Um hopefully we get to do it again next season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just one of them things where <laughs> we ain't never nervous. Go, it's, go one ahead. Of, it's one of them things where interviews um, will be held in October. Like we <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we we when we. <laughs> go ahead. It's go never, ahead. It's, it's let never let a serious moment. Let him finish. Okay. Let him finish. Go ahead. No, um, no. It was, this is uh, this is fun. This is fun. I'm glad we did this. I mean, I, I'm, I had to push these Negroes to do it, but I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we um, you know, came here and, and Tone really was like embraced this and was like, man, I've been waiting for a sports podcast. So you know, it was just perfect time. It's just like the Buck season. So. You know, maybe, hopefully, we run it back. The Bucks run it back, too. And then... We run it back. You know what I'm saying? It's one of them things where um, timing is everything. You know, hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, we uh, we do some different things next year. You might even get uh, Stephen A versus Kesey. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to my brothers. Got us a couple of cigars, you know. You got us some cigars. For, for championship, our, you know. Oh, championship. Go ahead, go ahead Keith. Give us some, some of your closing final thoughts, and we'll let Tone do his thing, and I'll take us home. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, like he said, man, coming into this, I didn't know what to expect. I just knew we had a whole bunch of ideas, and how was we going to put all these ideas together with three people who. Strong personalities. Strong personalities who think they the boss. You are, you are 100%, 50% right. <laughs> But through God's glory, no. <laughs> God's grace, 
We have made it through this, y'all. And I wouldn't have wanted to do this with anybody else, y'all. Shout I, out to my brothers, man. I, I tell you, man, we recorded once in Zeke's kitchen. I think we yeah. recorded in my living room. I think we recorded in Kesey's basement, or he record. I mean, so we we literally have given the the nation twenty two straight episodes. We never missed a week. We've never missed a week. So ninety four feet nation, this was for you, Milwaukee. This is for you. I will actually say, like like Zeke said earlier, I've been looking for a sports podcast to add to the network. And the fact that you guys came at the right time was perfect. Uh, you guys already had the chemistry, so I didn't really have to do nothing other than tell him to talk more and him to talk less. Uh, <laughs> and he's really? talking, yes. Yeah. And he's talking to Zeke. Uh, but yes. other than that, like, it was, it was fun to do this, to hear different opinions, to be vocal. Uh, I'm honestly, I'm going to jump out of the limb since sports fans are superstitious. You guys are probably part of the reason why the Bucks won this year. Well, so that means you got to come back for season two if we want to keep this run going. Oh yeah. Oh, we're back. We're here. You know? Season so, two. So to hear a whole complete NBA season with you guys and the way you guys are are analyzing stuff and giving conversations, that's going to be something that the city is definitely needing. Um, mm-hmm. And the great part about it is, is I'll go ahead and say it on this show. I'm getting ready to start a whole radio station. Mm. So right away, I already have the sports show that I want to be the premier one on it. So that's why, like, you guys came at the right time. That's awesome, man. And, you know, for us, for those of you that are in Podcast Nation, you can listen to us on Spreakers, Google, iHeart, Apple, Spotify, now Amazon. Uh, obviously, wherever podcasts are listened to, get social with us on social media at 94 Feet Podcast. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and again, you know, thank you all for making 94 Feet Nation one of the most listened to podcasts on the TDR network, and we look forward to season two. Go Bucks! Our final question, Zeke, can the Bucks run it back? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Of course. The Bucks, 2P. We can't wait for next season. Season tickets. Follow us at at 94 Feet Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You want that ticket plug? Holler at your boy Dre. I'll put you on. Southwest Cars, I'll put you on. Public speaking, I'll put you on. It'll cost you, though. 94 Feet Nation, out.